Welcome to Soul to Soul podcast. So excited to have the amazing Melanie Spears with us today. Mel is a very dear friend of mine and the author of the best-selling book, The Gratitude Diary. Um, I'm a massive, massive fan of her beautiful book. Uh, I use it every day. Mel, um, thanks so much for joining me today. I've got so many questions for you, but can you just start really quickly by giving uh, me an, uh, a really quick kind of intro in what was it that um, I guess that brought you to creating the gratitude diary and what does gratitude mean for you? Gee, that's not quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we could do a whole podcast on that alone but let, but let's okay so i had a systems crash so right now we are experiencing a, a systems crash um i had a personal systems crash where i uh was working in, inside a system the health system and i realized that my values um were not in alignment to the values of the system that i was working in so over a period of you know years 15 years uh, my energy levels kind of went from here down to here. Um, and I just, I, de I developed chronic fatigue. And so I'm working as a psychiatric nurse. I'm doing kind of acute care, mental health, um, uh, you know, um, assessment work and uh, scheduling and, you know, intervention work, you know, at a really um, uh, kind of causal level. And I just really wanted to be there but I after a while I could not align with the way that, that we were treating our our um, people with mental illness so I, I had to um, I had to make a call I had to draw a line in the sand and I had to choose the system I had to choose the system that I wanted to play in and um, so I jumped out of that field and into nothingness I jumped into like I don't know what I'm gonna do but I kind of jumped in, into into faith and um, jumped also into my combi van and uh, drove to Uluru. And that in that time frame was when I kind of got sort of downloads of out in the desert and in the Uluru desert of, oh, there's a lot more going on here than what meets the eye. So that's the short version. Um, and, and so that journey has, has basically sort of unfolded since, since I, I jumped out of that old system and into a new system. So I made the jump. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. what an amazing journey you've had. Yeah. 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 And now there was another question. So, so yes. How, what does gratitude how, mean to you? Huh, it's a bridge. So we're just, we're talking about systems now. So, so here's the old system, which is, is right now under enormous challenge. The old system, we look at education, health, um, uh, food systems, social systems, medical systems so right now that is under threat this old system and here is the new system emerging and gratitude is the bridge that bridges the two systems together so i can't tell you how excited i am right now to to, to be saying to you oh wow it started it started i've been i've been um, planning for this for such a long time uh, okay, well, you can't leave me hanging there. What does that mean, the bridge between the two systems? Okay, so if you think of the old world, you know, if you think of the way that we've been doing our lives, you know, um, buying our food, you know, mostly toxic food from supermarkets, um, if you think of everything that we do, you know, in, in the world, um, 
we've normally been sort of motivated by forces outside of ourselves. You know, that could be our, our financial survival or it could be um, some sort of family expectation. You know, your family may have an expectation of you to be a doctor or to, to be successful in a certain way. So we've been operating out of in this field of what society expects and how, how society has been kind of manufactured. And so we've now been trying to fit our souls, our very big souls, into these systems. Um, and so now that they are under threat, people are being forced to make a decision. Are we going to, it's kind of like a boat that's sinking, right? The boat's sinking, it's going down. Are we going to kind of keep scrambling to the top and, and, and you're trying to kind of survive inside of that system? Or are we going to jump out of that system entirely and start working in the new one? Like the Titanic. And the new one is love-based. <laughs> yeah, the Titanic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, so we've, got a, we've, got a, we've got an old system and we've got a new one emerging. Now, it, we have to choose. You know, for me, what, for, I had to choose. So when I left the med, so I did this 13 years ago. So I, I'm, I'm an old hand at this. So when I jumped out of the medical, the mental health system, I said to myself, how can I express myself in the world as someone who cares about the mental health and well-being of people on the planet, right? Because I still wanted to do my work, but how can I do that? And that's when I was given the tools. I was given the, the learnings of gratitude. I was giving a, given information about what causes mental illnesses. I was given information about 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 the toxic systems that we come from that also creates mental illness so i got all that new information from making a conscious soul choice to jump into the new system but i just want to touch on that though Does because that yeah sense? it definitely makes sense but the question i have is we still rely on these systems we're not losing the systems we're not going to live in the desert you know in a in a tent and live off the land in the next 12 months with all of this that's happening. We're still, we've still got a roof over our head. Mm. Yes, mm. We're, we can live sustainably, but we're still relying on a system to a certain extent. So we can't judge it. Mm, no, and, and there is no judgment. And that's what's really important. We're not judging what is, but we have to make a choice. So um, I read a beautiful quote just recently, you know, um, you know, very soon things will get back to the way they were. Now, I'm not entirely wanting to go back to the way things were. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm receiving right now the gift of time and I'm receiving the gift of, of stillness and the gift of uh, not having to rush and my nervous system is relaxing. So uh, don't be too quick to expect or to want or to desire things to go back to how they, how they were. My feeling is that, that it will never go back. We, we, are in, we have started uh, a four-year change in the way that we as human beings are living on this planet. And this is the beginning of a huge shift in consciousness. Uh, mm. So, for, so the, the safest thing that you can do every day is to let go of the way things were. Uh, that is perhaps the most loving thing that you can do for your soul is to let go of of the expectations that you had um, in when when life was operating like that because it's gone we, we've we've jumped the ship the ship has left the port 
Okay, so we're, we're talking at the moment uh, in sitting in the middle of the coronavirus because we don't know when people will be listening to this recording. Yep. So uh, I heard yep. something the other day that was that um, the that crisis, uh, the Latin word for crisis is sift. So are we being forced to sift through things like what really matters to be present, to go within, to connect with ourselves and to connect with others? It's, is this a sifting process? Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was a really, uh, really great way of looking at it because that's mm-hmm. what it feels like. It's, it's like we're being, we're being like little kids sent to our room to contemplate our actions <laughs> in a sense of, yeah, yeah, that, yeah you know, yeah. not that you've been bad, but more just, just slow down. It's time to reflect um, and, and take stock of what really matters. Absolutely. And here's the thing, you know, we're not being forced because there will be many, many souls who choose to not take stock. But if you, um, if there ever was an invitation, a global invitation right now to take stock and to take a look at what's happening on the planet in terms of uh, wealth distribution and the human sovereignty of some people on the planet that don't have any, now is the opportunity to take, to take stock. So it's not a forced um, action, but it is an invitation to have a look. I mean, look, you know, mm. I, I would say that us being in, in a Western world and particularly in Australia, you know, we're, we're not going to suffer to the degree that most people are going to suffer. But um, have, how often do we contemplate what happens in other countries? You know, I mean, what's, what, what happens in India without healthcare? What happens in Bali that don't have a medical system? What happens in, you know, in, you know, in Africa? you know, in, in third world countries that don't have the resources and, the, and, and you know, the, the backups that, that we have here. But now is an opportunity to think about everyone, all of the souls on the planet as, as a soul family and to think about that and to make connections with actually what's happening on a global level because this is global now. Um, whereas before, I think that that, that, that that separation wound, I call it the wound, the, the separation wound, where we just operate here in our own little framework and as long as we survive, you know, as long as we've got enough money in the bank and we can, you know, buy our new, our new jacket or whatever, as long as we can keep our ego bolstered in that way, we don't really have to think about what, what happens on the, on the planet. Um, you know, I gave a, a really um, poignant... Um, a talk on YouTube 10 years ago when I launched the Gratitude Diary 10 years ago and it was speaking to exactly that that then the statistics are there so let's put that video up after this one but basically you know there are I forget the statistics but something like 65% of the planet don't have access to clean water that's terrible in this day and age that's that's terrible I'm ashamed mm. I'm ashamed you know but until I can do my, my own soul work and, you know, what, you know, what can I do, you know, in my limited thinking, going through all my own personal emotional stuff, you know, who am I to be able to make change and who am I to be able to, to address these issues? You know, I'm just one person. So that is the illusion of separation. Who are we to, you know, to make change and to make radical change on the planet and, and to, to help shift it? Well, we're, we're here, we're human souls, and, and it is just a choice that we make. So I think this time, this time is so beautiful because 
in this space, we get to consider not only our own balance within our own home and our own environment, but we also get to consider, hey, what's going down on the planet? You know, and, and then as a soul, how do you want to show up? Yeah, as, as, as a global citizen, how do you want to show up with what's going down right now? So, and uh, isn't it interesting because at a time when we are in isolation, hmm. it feels like we're more connected to each other than what we ever have before. I, I feel have, that. Do you I, feel I'm totally with you on that, Michelle. I have never felt more connected. And more and more people are showing up online yep. and... Yep. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're doing with, I haven't left my office and I'm, you know, I'm talking to more people than what I ever have. I'm seeing more people on, you know, whether it's Zoom calls or whatever. And it's, it does definitely doesn't feel like I'm in isolation by any means. No, no. In fact, this is my, I think my fifth week in total isolation here out of my farm and I, and I live alone. I have a dog, a naughty dog. And... (laughs) He keeps me on my toes and and I haven't sort of seen anyone in five weeks and I have never felt more connected because as soon as I walk outside, I, I, I'm under this, I'm under the clouds and I'm at my, my, my intuitive connection to, you know, to, to, to those, if you like, who are supporting this transition is like, it's like bang on. I'm, I'm, I'm a channel now, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a pole up into this huge sense of connection, but I had to do some work to get to that point. I had to do some healing to open up, to get that connection happening yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I think that's a really important point. And I just want to talk about that for a second, because you say uh, I had to do some work mm. on myself to mm. have that connection to mm. source God, universe, whoever it is for, for you. Yeah. So this is a time where I think a lot of people are, uh, uh, the stuff's coming up because yep. whether it's just the fact that they're slowing down or they've stopped, it's, it's, it's making them kind of really look at what matters, what, uh, what, what they want to in a positive way, not just a, not just a negative way. They, they're having to deal with emotions that maybe they've been suppressing. They may have lost mm. their job. So they're managing fear. Mm. So, um, well, we just want to talk about our soul for mm. a minute. So our soul, and I've kind of, you know, always wondered, so is it, who are we? What makes us who we are? Mm. Is it, is it our spirit? Is it our mm. mind? Is it our mm. body? Is mm. it our soul? Mm. And so um, there was, there was something that you had shared with me recently, and I just want to flush that out a little bit more that really made so much sense when it came to that question of who am I Hmm. and it was really I've always sort of thought mind body spirit was integration that's kind of made up who you were but never really understood the soul that never kind of really came into it and now I feel really more empowered more embodied than I ever have before because I have a better understanding of my soul and so from what I understand Hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong Hmm. Our soul is really made up of, it's, it's the experience that we're meant to have. So it's an integration of our personality and our, um, our, our, our body. So um, it's the passions, it's the intentions, it's the emotions that make up our soul. Mm. And our spirit body is just here transporting our soul. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Have I got that interpretation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
massive question. Um, but let's 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 explore it. So so you spoke of you spoke of the human body, right? And it's mm -hmm. true we have we have a human body. You you spoke of the, the spirit, right? So I'm gonna I'm just gonna just show you these two little men here, mm -hmm. and 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 he, he's our human body, and he's on the earth, right? Now at some point in time, uh, this human body is going to die. Now here is our spirit. Now our spirit also has a body. So here is the spirit body of the human body. If you like, some people like to call it an aura. Some people, you know, so, so we've, got a, we've got a human body and we've got a spirit body. Just so mm -hmm. just, just think of spirit in terms of spirit body because it is a body, yeah? Now, the thing about this spirit body is when this physical body dies, <laughs> what happens to the spirit body? In other words, where will that spirit body go to? Will it die? No. No. Why not? Because it goes to the next life. Or it's soul connected. So when, it, when we leave our physical body, the spirit body simply stays with the soul, All right? Now, here's the big question. Can your soul die? A lot of people would say yes. They go hmm. through trauma and mm -hmm. they, it feels like a soul. Feels like a soul is death. Is that reborn? No, I would say uh, the answer is no. The, the the teachings throughout history say that we are eternal souls yeah and mm -hmm. so the answer is no your soul cannot die your physical body yes absolutely and there is going to be many many physical deaths on the planet but that does not mean that they are soul deaths that means transition so let's look at death now as transition to mm -hmm. uh another to 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 the next dimension so soul transition absolutely mm -hmm. um but soul death no no so your okay. soul your soul is that which makes you eternal so to clarify our soul is our spirit body and nope. our spirit body no nope. our soul is not our spirit body so we have it's if you like it's the holy trinity it's physical here physical body Spiritual body, soul. Okay. All right. So you have to start thinking in terms of three aspects. Yeah. So when our physical body leaves, our spirit body then stays with our soul in the next dimension. So we only experience that for a lot of the only death is going to be of the physical body the soul is eternal so okay so what is our soul then okay so if you think of your a timeline from the beginning of time throughout your your entire existence of your being your soul is a combination of your desires your passions your 
your longings, your, your emotions, all of your emotions, your longings. So basically at the end of your life, you're going to uh, what people call a soul review. All of the, 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 the emotions and, and stories and dramas which are filled with, with, with emotion and, and longing and, and uh, you know, dreaming and, and all of that essence that makes you essentially passionately you, all of that is compacted into, into this kind of energy ball and that lives on. So that doesn't stop. Yeah? So mm -hmm. let's just say I'm passionate about ending the separation wound on the planet. I've always been passionate about that. I've always known that that's kind of a thing that I'm going to figure out. So when I pass, that's not going to change. I, I, I take, that doesn't get to the, this point and go, oh, that's not me anymore. That, that will always be me. You know, I'm, I'm passionate about um, uh, liberation and freedom. That will always be me. I will continue my work in the next realm and in the next place. Every, and we all will. So it's not like we just we, we leave our body and it's like, oh, I've got to start again. God. <laughs> so where do experiences come in then? Because we're having experiences in this form mm. right now, today, going yes. through what we're going through with this global pandemic. Where does that come into yeah. play with your yeah. soul? Yeah. Well, let's look at it in terms of the law of attraction. You know, um, the mother nature has a beautiful way of keeping, keeping balance and she has done for, for, for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And we are very ignorant to think that, um, uh, that we can heal her and that we can save her. Um, you know, she, she, she can flick us off, in, you know, in, in a moment. So basically our, our law of attraction, it, it, our experiences are based on our law of attraction. So let's, what, what if you and I are in a shopping centre or me and, and Joe Blow are in a shopping centre and we're both in the same place at the same time and he contracts coronavirus and I don't, why? You know, why is his, why are we in the same room, the same temperature, the same planet, the same location, the same town, the same shopping mall? Why is it that that, 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 that person, um, you know, did and, and I didn't? That is a law of attraction event. Uh, so basically it comes back down to frequency. So everything vibrates at a similar frequency. So if you're vibrating here, let's just say um, at the level of fear. And remember we talk about emotions in my um, mm. treasure chest course in terms of, of vibrationary levels. So if you're vibrating it here, right, which is fear, right? And let's just say the virus is vibrating somewhere similar to that. This is a law, right? This will happen in every sort of manifest manifestation event of your life. So law of attraction, huh? Mm. Neurons. Ah, there you go, we found each other. Okay, so that's purely based on energy. Purely based on energy. Is it? So I'm in my head right now and I'm thinking, well, if, I, if people contract the virus, they mm. have low immunity, mm. uh, they're coming in contact with other people, yep. um, hygiene factors. Yep. That's, is that all contributing factors or is it purely based on energy? No, it's energy. Um, look, truth is we'll probably all contract it. it it's, this is a virulent, this is a savage virus. We'll all contract it most people are susceptible. But what happens if my vibration's here, right? And I'm in that shopping centre. Maybe I, here we go, here's another scenario. I contracted the virus too. Oh, look. Frequency. Oh, look. Found me. Okay. Now I've got the virus, all right? 
but I'm not, I'm not coming down to that level. I'm not dropping my vibration. I'll try and grab you again. Can't stay. I can't host it. It won't stay. I'm not dropping my vibration. Now, now, now some people who were vibrating here, the virus comes and they go into panic and fear and then meet it. So they'll drop to its vibrationary level. You see a lot of people who do this with cancer, you know, they buy into the cancer and then often die. So what we have to do is we have to come back no matter what happens, no matter what circumstance, no matter if we are in a war, my job is to hold my vibration here and, 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 and be uh, an ambassador for the new world, which means I'll have to survive the old one. So, so it's all about your vibration who feels. We, and it's not about not getting it or getting it. It's about whether you can sustain or regulate your own, your own energy, your own emotional energy to the vibrational field that you know you're, you're capable of. Okay. And so ways that we can stay at that high vibration is to stay in love and not fear, have gratitude. Well, this is, this is, this is where gratitude is so important. See, gratitude is gratitude's like an elevator. So let's just say something really shitty happens here, right? And well, hang on, where's my, yeah, here's my fear arm. Something shitty happens here. Now I come in, so this is, this is life here, this is me. So something shitty happens here. I come in with my intent and I meet that with my gratitude. I meet it, I meet it, and I say yes to it by meeting it with, and I give thanks for this shitty event. As you meet something with, with acceptance, it normally just goes away. Gets away. Just goes away. Yep, because we've met it. Here's another scenario. Come in, shitty thing happened. Ah, block, resistance, denial. I'm going to dig in harder. I'm going to dig in harder. I'm going to make you see me. I'm going to make you feel me. I'm going to so make what are you some of the ways that you would that people would deny? Okay. Um, God. <laughs> okay. So let's, I'll give you a really good example. Um, uh, just, uh, just recently I had an experience um, where um, someone around me went into, went into fear and they, they were experiencing kind of a, uh, a panic and a lockdown in their body and I could see it in their face and then I got a few emails later saying you're doing this you're doing that you're in fear you need to change blame and blame so blaming is is, is one way mm -hmm. um, another way is um, uh, uh, disbelief so huh, you're not going to buy into this virus for love denial. Are you? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not going to huh. buy into that I'm not you know that's so, so, you know so denial blame um, projection. So I'm feeling fear, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that ball, that fear ball. I'm gonna throw it over there, right? So projection. So that's projecting what is in your own soul over to somebody else, so that you can be relieved of it for a period of time. Mm. Um, you might be you might become angry, and okay. So the so the, the, the supermarket um, toilet paper hustle. That's that that is denial. That is denied fear masking itself as anger so so yeah, anger you know so basically anything dramatic anything ungrounded anything uncentered is usually a blocking um anything behavioral 
is usually a blocking of some emotion because blocked mm. emotions, and I call them inverted emotions. I'm actually writing a piece about this right now. An inverted emotion or a blocked emotion usually comes up as behaviour. Extreme sexual promiscuity. Um, yeah. Yep. So, so for people at the moment that would be, um, you know, whether they've lost their job, they've had to close their business, um, mm. you know, there's no income coming in, whatever it might be that they're, they're sitting in fear over mm. the current circumstance. Mm. How would you say is the best way to manage that? Because if what you're saying is meet it, thank it, mm. Mm. and then what? Then it just gives way? Mm. Something yeah. else will... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so give thanks for the opportunities that you have inside of this tra transition. So I made bread today. It's beautiful. Oh, 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 do you want to see it? Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> okay, talk Just to the audience. Pop over for a cup of tea. <laughs> Just hang on, I'm getting my bread. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, I can't smell it, but it looks amazing. Okay, so, so you know, I'm, I'm taking stock at the moment. And I'm giving thanks to everything in my kitchen drawer and everything in my kitchen cupboard. Now, half the time, usually I don't even know what's in there. And now I'm like, what's in my cupboard? And so I made bread out of all of the random things in bags that was just hanging around in my cupboard for ages. And it's a paleo. Uh, high energy, high powered bread that is probably the nicest bread I've ever eaten in my life. Wow. Now, how come? Made with love. Made with love and appreciation and thanks out of kind of stale stuff that was hanging around in my drawers. Now, how come it took me almost 50 years to learn how to make this beautiful, life giving, seedy, you know, paleo bread? This stuff costs 15 bucks to buy from the supermarket. Mm. You know, how come, I asked myself that question this morning. How come, Mel, it's taken you this long to make bread? What's going on? So I'm too damn busy in the old world, in the old structure. Too many emails. Yeah. But, uh -huh. I mean, I'm getting more emails than I ever have before. So how are you switching off? That's the question I want to ask because, you know, I'm seeing... I, I literally... People, I, yeah, yeah. You know, like you, making bread, they're... They're painting, they're, they're creating these amazing things, they're walking on the beach if they can, they're practicing yoga, they're meditating. Yes. That's all stuff that I love doing, but I, don't, I feel like I'm busier than ever. Yeah, and, and I would say that this is, this is the time, and I, I encourage everyone to do this, this is time to get really, really clear about your soul alignments. So what that looks like in a practical sense is I've got, I go through every day now and I delete 10 emails a day. 10, I delete 10 subscriptions per day. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Email detox. Yeah. Because, I, you know what? Even yeah. just the sound of that soul alignment just gives me goosebumps. That soul, feels so good. This is the time to come into soul alignment with the people that you want in your life this is the time is now because they are the people that's going to support us to stay in our frequency. So for me, I go through, I, I, I go through everything and I look at every single person that I'm in contact with in my life and I'm choosing consciously who do I want 
to be, who do I want to be in, you know, in communication with? Who do I want to connect to? Who's going to, who's going to nourish me? Who's going to feed me? Who's going to teach me? And, 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 and what's, what's my contribution to that relationship? And so, you know, right now it's kind of like, it's, it's, think of a ship that's going down. It's your life, life raft. If we all had to jump on a life raft and go and live on a new island together, who would you take? I would take you as one of mine. <laughs> I would take you too. I would obviously want a few people. Exactly. Um, but exactly. yeah, okay, so that's really interesting. So when you said soul alignment, for me, I automatically yeah. went within and I'm thinking my own soul alignment. But what you're saying is alignment to other souls that allow you to maintain your high vibration yes that allow you to be you yeah and look your version of you is specific to your version of you there will be people who don't want to take me on their boat i get that right mm. and there will be people out there that i'm certainly not taking on my boat this is about our soul family this is about where our soul's resonating at right now uh, and so all we need to do is to be ourselves deeply who supports you to be you in, in truth, the, to the deepest version of yourself you can be. That's, mm. that's, what it's, that's what it's about. And so anything that takes me away from that, you know, like if it's an email marketing thing, if it's some guy from America who's just really pushing me to spend money with him. The fear tactics. The fear tactics. He does not care about my soul. I, so for me, I am trying to present, like, for example, my business in a way where I've tried those kind of you know, email marketing techniques and I tried it because I thought I should. And honestly, it's, it's not my vibe. It didn't even, it didn't work. It was crappy and I hated doing it. And so I'm actually now trying to develop my business in, in a very, very soul to soul, authentic way where I'm not pushing people from the place of my fear. In other words, you know, I need you to survive. No, I don't want to do that. I want to say, I'm surviving. How can I help you? How can I support you to, to, to survive this and to navigate this huge change mm. at the same time? How can I help you from my soul? Yeah, not from my fear, but from my loving soul. It's very different energy. Mm. Mm. So one of the questions that I had for you, which is actually fits right really nicely into that last conversation. So soul, uh, thinking about creativity and doing things differently, mm. um, when we... It, and this is maybe, this is something that I've really discovered and still continue to learn the whole uh, combination of masculine and feminine energies and integrating them. Um, mm -hmm. So when it comes to uh, creating and with what you've just said with your business as an example, and you want to connect on a soul level with others to share uh, your soul work, um, we we have that's your that's your purpose your greater purpose um that's your intention right how do you then we have to take action towards that intention so that's then for me action is that stepping into masculine because we can't just go okay i've got this intention now i'm just going to sit back and and let the universe create it for me you still have to take action towards the steps to to see it come to form yeah but you, yes you do but there is a third step that you haven't mentioned um and remember we spoke about manifestation um as a three-step process and the first is intention absolutely and in fact 
and the intention, that's where your work is. Your intention is 99% of where your energy needs to go into that. That's what, that's what people need to get clear about. That 99%, that's a huge, that's a huge, if you think of your energy, right? 99% is a lot of energy toward that thing. Now, the second phase of creating your reality, which is the feminine principle, right? Is I, I consider intention a, a combination, if it's a balanced intention, I, I consider intention a combination of your masculine and feminine energy together. That's, that, that's if balanced intent comes through, it's a masculine and feminine principle. But the second, the second step of creating your reality is surrender. Number two. Yeah, so you mm -hmm. put it out there and then you let it go. So you What's throw... The F's? You wrote an F, oh, the feminine. Feminine. Yeah, okay. Feminine. Uh -huh. Put it out there, let it go. I um, Okay. Put it out there, let it go. What am I going to do with my... I intend to have the most incredible garden. I'm going to do a magical garden where it's, I'm going to, you know, in, infuse my garden with, with magic intent and healing intent. Then what do I do? Nothing. <laughs> just go well, it's and, not going to happen. No, 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 no. It's going to happen. But I've just put that intention out. Now, in terms of what am I going to do now, next, nothing. I'm going to surrender because I have to wait now to be shown. Because it's huge, right? It's a huge project. I'm landing a spaceship out there, but I have to wait because I can't see it yet. And every day I get a little vision of, oh, oh, I need to put crystals under the ground. Oh, thank you for showing me that. Oh, I need to get rid of those, those bushes along, that, along the side of the pub. I need to create, plant something magic to the, the, so the pub can't see me. Oh, thank you for showing me that. Now, if I hadn't have done step two, which is surrender and just go out there and throw the ball around to my dog, I wouldn't have seen the unfolding of what needs to happen next. You see? Okay, so that's where the magic is right that's there. Where the magic that is. is. So what you're saying, if I can um, relay it back, so I've got it right. Yes. So intention is 99%. Yes of what you want to create. Yes. So it's having that intention and it's a balance of masculine feminine. So yes. what is, what is just, what does that mean in terms of balance of masculine and feminine? Well, intentions often comes from consciousness, you know, and, 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 and your intentions often come from soul, you know, what's, what's my intention. So if you have a soul intent, you know, if you, if you have something that you really want to do, you know, I don't know why I want to create this incredible garden. You know, there's other things I could be doing, but my soul wants a rainbow bridge. <laughs> <laughs> a rainbow bridge? <laughs> Do you want a rainbow bridge in your garden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over a pond with pennies in it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why my soul wants these things. But I, and, and, and so I just know that that's what I want, right? So I have this intention. I'm going to create this. I'm going to land this incredible thing in my garden, right? I'm just, you know, I've gotten rid of all the grass. I've leveled the thing. I've got this blank canvas. It's almost like I'm about to paint a picture and I don't know what I want to paint, but I know I'm going to paint one. So my intention is I'm going to paint a picture on that blank canvas that I've just had the trucks come in and just knock everything down. Number one intention, what do I want to, I want to create in some magic 
in an embodied way in my garden that's going to help people, it's going to open people's hearts, it's going to heal people. Yeah. Okay, so what happens now is that I automatically go into my head and I yeah. go, okay, I need to get some timber, yeah. I need to get some paint yeah. uh, and I need some help uh, to build that beautiful rainbow bridge for you in your garden. Mm. Yeah. But what you're saying is that you, so you've set your intention, you've got a clear picture of what you want, mm. now you surrender, you completely mm. surrender. It's- I've got the intention of the energy of the thing. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't, at that point, have the details. Okay. I don't know how. I don't even know what that, when I set that intention, I didn't know what that looked like. Yeah, I just knew that I wanted to create a magic garden. And, and so I didn't, at that point, see, I think what most people do, I think this is where you get tricked up, you have an intention. And then you think that straight away, just because you've got an intention, you know what it looks like. Right? Mm. Now, we are at the, a world that is changing really fast. In fact, week by week, day by day. So if you think you know what this is, looks like, you're wrong. Because it won't look like that. Yeah? So having an expectation that you're going to have the details of what that looks like now is really putting high expectations on yourself and it's not the way to manifest anyway from the new system. It is the old paradigm where people are ego-based and controlled and they're going to do this, this and this and this and they're going to take over this, this and it's strategic and it's mind-based. And mm-hmm. what I'm saying to you, no, new system Let's not do that now. Let's set an intention for sure, but let's, let's do it from the divine principles of manifestation, which is intent, 99%, and keep working on your intention every day. If you can work on your intent, I still work on my intent every day because it, it, it keeps getting bigger. And when you so, say working on it, is that mm, action? No, no, it's feeling. It's feeling. It's okay. feeling. It's okay. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for me, and as you know, that one of the things that I've been um, setting an intention around is to move into an amazing property in the country with my beautiful man. Yeah. So we don't know where that is. No. And so I've set the intention, both of us have set the intention together. We've painted a picture in our head of what that looks like. It's got this beautiful, big sweeping veranda, mm-hmm. um, gorgeous, you know, green hills on acreage. The dogs can run around with some space. Yep. We've got a veggie garden. Yep. It doesn't have a rainbow bridge, so I'm going to add that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what happens is that, I have, um, you know, I have been sitting in this, uh, I need to take action, I need to go and figure out where it is, where is this house going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But what you're saying, which, mm. which feels good, mm. is just surrender. You've set the intention now, surrender, mm. and, mm. and do I take action? No, here's the third step in the process. Green light, go. So remember we talked about intention as being a a thing that you do from your masculine and feminine Mm -hmm. place, so from a balanced Mm -hmm. place. Number two, surrender and and more go into your feminine, become the cup so that you can receive the raindrops. Yeah? I love that. So right now, 
you're supposed to be becoming the cup, right? But no, you don't. You want to you get your whip out and beat the horse. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Michelle. That's the old system. No, you need to be the cup. You need to be, you need to be collecting raindrops. And remember, in this surrender time, that includes rest and nurturing and laughing and, and, and letting go and, and letting your nervous system relax. Because if your nervous system's not relaxed, you're not going to collect any raindrops. Your cup is going to get teeny, teeny, tiny little teeny cup and you're going to get hardly any raindrops in there. You've got to open up and go, oh, I'm watching another season of Netflix or something. <laughs> That is such a paradigm shift. I just cannot even do it. That's mind blowing because you make it sound so simple and easy, but yet I know yes. from experience, this is the hardest thing to do to surrender and let go. That's because it's, it's, you're trying to you're trying to operate in the old paradigm. Yeah. It's really yeah. challenging. Yeah. Now it's so easy. It's, and this is what the universe is telling us to do. It's to always been telling us this that living <laughs> is easy. Food is free, money is free, living is easy. That is the truth. We make it very complicated and we get sucked into other people's paradigms. Your house is there. When do you take action? Well, first you've got to fill your cup which is basically doing everything that nourishes your own soul because you have to, your, your intention for a beautiful, you know, idyllic house with your partner is beautiful, right? Really high vibrational place. Mm -hmm. I can feel it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're down here, like being kind of stingy with you, with you, with mm -hmm. your Michelle time, you know, being a miser, where's his hat? Where's his hat? Where's his hat? You know, you're vibrating here, right? Mm -hmm. So how are you going to find it? You're never going to find it. You're never going to find it. You, 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 you'll manifest something down here and there'll be another flat next door, whatever. You know, if you, want to, if you want to go here, you have got to surrender here and nurture, 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 feminize, bath, laugh, drink wine. Oh, hello. It was there all along. All wow. along. All along. That's how you get what you want. I'm a testament to that. Now, finally, when do you take action? When you get a green light. Okay, oh. so waiting for the sign. What's the green light? How do I know when that comes in? When you see it. There it is. Quick. Yeah. Ring, and ring her. Ring her now. Ring her now because your whole soul will be moved to act. Now, that's not Michelle acting. That's your whole soul will be, even if you had, an, had a, a string of appointments, in that moment, your soul is activated. Sorry, I've got to run. Mm. I've got to work. I've got to do this. So and that's, how I, that's how I do my life. If I get a download, for example, of something that I need to write, it doesn't matter what appointments I've made or what you probably know this about me. It doesn't matter what <laughs> other things I've planned to do. If, I get an, if I'm getting a download, sorry, I've got to work. Yeah. <laughs> my green light's on. I've got to go. Yeah, and, and that's when you take action. And guess what? It doesn't take hardly any of your physical energy or your will because you've, you've already aligned your will with that movement months ago here. You've already mm. done it. You've already done it. You've already done the work. All you have to do now is make the phone call. 
Okay, so for people that may be listening that may have lost their job, um, mm. you know, where you know people might be sitting in their in their heads thinking, "Well, I need money to survive. I need to pay the bills." Mm. So, with the process that you've just explained, with setting the intention. So if in that example, it would be setting the intention for their, uh, their perfect job, whatever that might be that aligns mm. with their passion mm. and their soul work mm. Mm. and then surrendering. Mm. So here is, here's the thing. Your perfect anything is going to be based on how strong is your connection to your own soul. So knowing and understanding your soul is, mm. is the first step. Yeah, the, the, the work that everybody should be doing right now is their own soul work. Yeah, who am I, really? Who am what I? am I passionate about? What am I passionate about? What do I really want to do? What is that thing that I have that I know that I was always here and I just keep putting it on my bucket list, but I keep delaying it? What, mm. is, what is that thing? I have how, how do I feel about something that I haven't necessarily addressed? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. And most people haven't addressed this stuff because we're too busy working nine to five in the jobs that make us money. Now, if the whole monetary system's about to change, and it is, why, uh, you know, if your intention is to just basically survive on that boat that's going down, fine, you'll get a job in that, on that system. You'll, you'll get a job on that boat. No problem. But my, what I'm here to do is I'm here to say to you, what is it that you're really here to do? What is it that you really, really um, are capable of? Who are you really? Are you capable of more? Have you got any more juice in you? Because if you have, now is the time to connect with that. Mm, I love that. Mm. I love and, that. And, yeah, yeah. And, and that, so... The only, and when, when I, I used to think that, I, that everyone was, you know, um, I used to think that everyone knew what their soul's mission was because I, I, I always have. And I used to think that everybody did. And now I learn that no, people don't necessarily come into this life knowing what it is in their soul that they need to do. And so I think because I did have that intact, I think then I realised, oh, hang on, I've got to find a way to help people connect to that which is in the, the truth of their soul. And so right now, all we need to be doing is our soul work and we've got time to do that. We've mm. actually got time. So that's where this is a real gift. You can really see the gift in what's happening for us right now. Michelle, that's it's, it's an absolute blessing. If you, it, I mean, look at the concept of, of gratitude. Only 10 small years ago, nobody really spoke about gratitude and the power of gratitude. The light's changing. Can you still see me? Yes. No, nobody, nobody really spoke about the power of gratitude. Now, you know, right now on mainstream TV, there's all of these pay it forward movements that are happening right now. People are giving away stuff for free. People are helping neighbours and taking their groceries to them. People who never knew their neighbours are checking mm. in to see, are you okay? Right now, there is a global surge of, 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 global surge of, of gratitude and, and, and love giving action that's just taking place in mainstream society. And I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. Right. So, mm. so right now it's like, yes, things are grim over here terribly, but I tell you what, we're holding our own party over here as well. We're holding two parties at the same time. 
which one do you want to be a part of? And if you think that you need to rely on this system for your job opportunities, have a look over here. What are the needs? Just look at the need. What are the needs right now that need fulfilling? Because mm. they're, cha they're changing daily, right? Every day there's going to be a new need. Mm. So if you want inspiration for your new life, if you don't want to go back to your old job selling vacuum cleaners, have a look at what the need is. And mm. if, you, if you can feel a need and feel good about it at the same time, you're on, you're on track. But before mm. you can get there, what are, what are your limitations? Oh, fear, belief, unworthiness. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Powerlessness, shame. Yeah? Mm. And that's why I continue to bang on about the, mo the emotions that block us from taking action in the world, just simply into the things we love. All I'm saying is you have permission to do the things you love. Yeah, and that's, and, and just to finish, we'll just um, talk and share about the beautiful free masterclass that you've got available. People can visit your mm. website, givingthanks.com, uh, and download uh, your beautiful um, gift that you have mm. available for people for free to. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it really it's talks called the master about emotions. Key. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah, the, the master key. And I was guided to do that just right before Christmas, and it was so funny how that came about. But again, but look like at green, the timing of that, really. Like now, light. this is yeah. such a great, yeah, green light. There you green go. Light, just green light, go. Yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that even just the, the lessons that you, that you share in that uh, masterclass was really all around, for me, such a paradigm in itself because mm. we are taught to, um, to uh, suppress our emotions and yes. uh, to, to not sit with it, just to brush it under the carpet, she'll be right, mate, and, and yeah. move on, get over it, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and, yeah it's and very Australian. Yeah. It, it is. And so what, you, what, you, what I really got out of those lessons was really to, to feel it, to give gratitude for it, um, and then release it just simply by acknowledging it and releasing and asking for help to release it was mm. just really powerful. Um, yeah. and, and that's obviously where the gratitude comes in too. So there's, there's a big, there's a word that I want to say and that's responsibility. You have a responsibility to release the pain from your own soul. There is nobody else on the planet that can do that for you. And there are a billion people who can help you do that. But if and it feels like a lot of people are reaching out, grasping for things right now outside of themselves. So that's a really good point to finish on, that responsibility is no one can fix this for you. Yeah. Yeah. People can help you though. Like no. people, are, no. but look at your gift of the, um, the, the free masterclass that you've mm. got available. That's a mm. gift that mm. really helps people. So yes, I'm the one who needs to do the work, but mm, mm. but 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 you but your your lessons have, were really a gift that really were the tools. I guess we look at tools. it. Tools, yeah, tools. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good way of describing it. Do you happen to have a copy of the gratitude diaries there on your desk? I do. Can yeah. you can you just um yeah. can you just show people? Okay, so that's inside that gratitude diary. Um, that gratitude diary. My gratitude diary. Uh, are thirteen soul lessons 
for, for everybody to actually start doing their soul work. So to, to just open it up at any random lesson, Michelle, see what we, we bring up. Uh, well, I mean, every month at the beginning of a new month, there's a beautiful exercise um, yeah. for goals. And then, um, yeah, yeah, there's goals, there's intentions in there. Yeah. Yeah. So every day. There's a moon, moon guy and a quote. Yes. Just open up to a, a lessons page. Anyone, you know, a picture page. Well, Just, huh. you know, like, you know, the pictures, there's the 13 pictures I've got. The graphic pictures because they're actually um, my my graphic artist is she's a divinely inspired artist okay uh, look at that one coming home <laughs> that's beautiful so that lesson right there is about coming home and staying at home and being at home and grounding in at home now that's so funny michelle what month is that was that for what month did i put that in uh august okay so so that lesson right there is how to be at home and love it yeah so, and how interesting the last line says let it go let it go yeah what did wow. I, what was i letting go of there in that particular instant that was yes that was letting go of the idea that i didn't have the it. belief yeah, yeah the, belief the, belief, the belief that I didn't mm -hmm. have it. And this comes right back to your journey of where is your home? Right there in that article, what I spoke about was that I still had the belief running in my head that I didn't have my home. How bizarre that I'm still looking, still looking outside of myself for, for, for my garden, for my place. And that, so just to reflect that back to you right now, whatever you hold that belief, of in that your home, you don't know where your home is and you're still looking, the, the, the journey of that is to realize that you are, that your home is you. Mm. And you just have to drop in enough, drop into your, where you are now, your own home, go and have a bath, go and relax, just go and drop into your home because tomorrow you're gonna to be still in, dropped into your home and then the next day and then the next day. Yeah, yeah? I love that. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for your beautiful, beautiful gold nuggets of wisdom and uh, yeah. sharing that with me today. And yeah. I will share in the notes where people can find you. And I'm going to go and have a nice magnesium salt bath, some beautiful. lavender. Beautiful. And yeah, and get and clear on my and intentions. And fill your cup. And fill my cup. <laughs> Beautiful Mel for your time. Lots of love. Love you heaps. Thanks so much. Bye, honey.